Well, we can share with the listeners that I got to go visit Bridget at her house. And it's super nice. Oh, except it rained the entire weekend. (laughs) Not every second, but yeah. Yeah, For the most part. And everything we planned was half canceled. Not all of it. The things inside stayed. Yes. And I'm not gonna lie, I think my favorite was the Marvel exhibit. Which was the results of rain. So that was a good thing for you. That was. That was a surprise thing. That is on brand for this podcast. So you should talk about it. Yeah. What's the name of that museum? Is it the Museum of Science and... Industry. Industry. Okay. So then they had a Marvel exhibit and it was like a, it's not there all the time. Yep. It was, so whatever that's called. Well, just a special is exhibit. That their name? Okay, <laughs> special, special exhibit. I don't know. And wow, it was really cool. It was just like the history of the, I would say comics. I mean, they talk about the movies too, but it was just kind of talking about how Marvel came to be and then all of the different characters and timelines. And I took a picture with Spider-Man. Oh, you did? I did. Sure did. Mary Jane style. Check out that episode to learn more. (laughs) I I did do a Mary (laughs) Jane-esque But they had like costumes and stuff. I don't know if you did you look up close to those costumes because it was like this is on loan from yes Disney. It was was so "Ah, cool, so cool. I think Iron Man was my favorite though because it was like plastic and it had electronics and I just couldn't believe Robert Downey Jr. wore that. Like I'm like it didn't even look like somebody could wear it. It looked like an actual robot. It was crazy. I felt like that with Thor's costume because I was like honestly thought he was going to be taller. But... <laughs> you like, no, <laughs> Spider-Man, you're my man. It's like an elute and even like his, um, his hammer, like it was way smaller than, I don't know. I Never thought. meet your heroes, Kate. Never that meet That sounds him. like a sexual innuendo <laughs> and I hate it. Sisters, sisters who seen it. We are the sisters, sisters who seen it. Sisters, shooby dooby doo what? Sisters, shooby dooby doo what? Sisters, 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 sisters. Sisters who seen it. Hello there. Hello. How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> is that where all of the weird sound effects that I've ever made come from? Do they come from this movie, you think? You might be an alien from Remulac. Or that, yes, that could be. Welcome back, listeners. Glad to have you back. I'm going to introduce us. So we are the Sisters Who Seen It, the podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And Narva the Gartha! (laughs) (laughs) Your punishment is to... I tried to spell that in my notes and I was like, it's, it's all wrong. Autocorrect was like, yeah. that is not waffle. Uh, I was like, no, yeah. autocorrect. <laughs> yeah, what's our movie? Oh, our movie this week is Coneheads. Woo! 
1993, folks. Which is the best year for movies. I'm just saying. Yes. Drink every time you've heard that. Listeners. It also was derived from an SNL skit from 1977. Oh my god. How about them, Apples? That's crazy. I didn't realize it was like a... 70s. Wow. Yes. Cuckoo Bananas. Do you know if it was then a recurring skit? Yeah, it was for a bit, but like, I mean, not 20 years <laughs> or, or yeah. long, you know, 10 plus years. Oh my God. Yeah, it was The Blues Brothers was the first SNL skit to movie. Yeah. Then it was Wayne's World skit <gasps> to movie. Uh, the and then it was this, Coneheads. Wow. I like all those movies. Yeah. So, way to go. I was reading that Coneheads didn't do the best in the box office. Like, when it came well, out, it was, people were like, meh. And I think it's hard to live up to the SNL hype of what, a two minute skit to a movie? I mean, it's kind of hard to do. But also knowing that it came out, like, the skit, the idea was in the 70s. Like, why did they wait till the 90s to I, do? I couldn't find that anywhere. I have no idea. Because I bet the Blues Brothers, that type of like skit was probably closer yeah. to when that movie came out and same with Wayne's World. Yeah. So like obviously people are going to want to see those movies because it's like relevant and like Coneheads it's like kind of random in that respect. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, Bridge, do you want to do a synopsis? Do you want me to do a synopsis? I'm going to pass that to you by oh. bowing my Conehead to bless you. Oh. <laughs> and our let's go. I think it's technically like a hug or a kiss. So there you go. Yeah, who knows? Good luck with this synopsis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, listeners. Well, um, let's see. We start off with Coneheads in a spaceship. I guess they're trying to invade Earth, but there's only, like, one ship? I don't know. So they get shot down real fast, because America's like, get the f*** out of our airspace, <laughs> sir. They literally are like, please answer us, and then they wait five seconds, and they go, okay, shoot them. And I was like, ah, okay, what if their microphone wasn't working? Who knows? Anyway, so they basically get shot down. Now they're on Earth. They don't have a ship. They're like, oh, snap, what are we gonna do? And it's two Coneheads, Beldar, who is played by Dan Aykroyd mm-hmm. and Primac or Primat, yeah, with a T, yes, Primat, who is played by Jane Curtin. They are married, and you know they're aliens, so they're kind of quirky. But don't worry, they speak English. It's a magical day for all, <laughs> and so they kind of assimilate into Earth, and they're basically trying to rebuild like a communication device to communicate with their planet. Because I guess their like fellow aliens were like Google. Well, Ourselves. We don't care what happened to you. We're busy. And so when they finally are able to get in touch with them, they're like, we're not going to be able to come help out for like... I don't know what it equates to in human years. Like 17? 17 years. Something like that. Okay, so yeah, actually that makes sense. So it's a long time, and they're like, what the F? Oh no. Meanwhile, Beldar is like living his best life, getting jobs, and then he gets like a social security number that's like, obviously, he doesn't have one. And this is where we get introduced to what I considered Trump's America. (laughs) 
where <laughs> the immigration <laughs> office is like, you know, taking their lives really seriously and aggressively and what the f*** is going on. But luckily it's played by Michael McKean, so we don't hate it as much because we love him. Mr. Green! David Spade's there too. He's kind of wormy and he was young in this movie. It was weird to see. A little baby. I know. Wait, fun fact to insert. 16 SNL cast members are in this film. Whoa! Wow, that's a lot. That's yeah. probably more than I than I knew. Oh yeah. So immigration, they're like, uh-oh, this guy's using a fake social security. We're gonna go hunt them down, because that's what we do. We hunt down everyone. And it's dumb. Um, so then Beldar and Primat are basically on the run from these guys for a while, and they're getting different jobs. Then eventually they move into a house, have a baby, and then the immigration guy, I guess, like, gets a promotion. Yeah. So he's like, I don't care about this anymore, even though it literally was my life and soul every day all day it's all i cared about now i don't care because i'm gonna get a promotion where i'm going to make i don't know if you caught this bridge oh yeah he's going to be making an extra 1500 that's one comma five zero zero a year um and that was enough money to get him to not care about <laughs> help and revenge on someone he's never met Okay, so they have a baby. Conan's have a baby. Her name's Connie. We love our Connies here because guess what? This is also a cool Connie. She's a cool character. We like her. <laughs> and it just kind of shows her growing up and now she's like in high school and I guess she's 17 now. I don't know. She starts dating a guy who's Chris Farley. Oh Ronnie. God. Ronnie and Connie. Ron- Connie and Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie and Connie. Wow. <laughs> and so there's kind of, you know, stuff with that. And then meanwhile, while the uh, the immigration guy somehow basically gets like I don't know thrust back into the plot of having to hunt down the coneheads, so that becomes a thing. Meanwhile, Beldar is like at a country club, and again, he's living his best life. He's a business owner. He's a homeowner. He's a father. He's on the PTA. It's crazy, and you know, not a lot of crazy important plot stuff happens. It's just kind of like <laughs> stuff, and then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the conflict comes where, oh my god, we finally got word we're gonna get rescued. It only took 17 years, but we're gonna get rescued. And the daughter's like, I don't want to go because Earth is the best. And then the dad's like, you're gonna go. And the immigration guy's like, get off the Earth, but don't because I want to arrest you first. And you're like, that makes no sense. So <laughs> you work that out. And then they basically get brought back to the planet. There's a nerf of the Garthok. <laughs> And then at the end, Beldar's like, I'm going to take over Earth. And everyone's like, hooray. And then as he goes to do it, he pulls the old switcheroo. I don't know if that's the correct term. Uh, I think about it. He swindles the other aliens by going, we're getting attacked. Oh no, everybody leave. And they just mab do because I don't think these people like Beldar because they literally (laughs) just keep leaving They're like, thank God that dude Yeah, they're like, quick, don't look back. (laughs) And then Beldar gets 
gets his family out and he makes his spaceship blow up so everybody thinks they died and then he's like we're gonna live on earth and life's gonna be great and michael mckean is mr green he's gonna give us a mr green card oh, okay look wow. at that you added that connie and ronnie go to the prom and then we all live happily ever after on earth it's just about a dad alien loving his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? And that's it. And, you know, it's a comedy, so it's not really uh, super heavy on the plot, if you will. Yep. Not so much, but that was a short synopsis, right? I tried. Thank you. I think you did excellent. Thank you There's so There's something much. about, like, comedies that sometimes are a little bit hard to review or talk mm-hmm. about because there isn't a lot of, like, substance to it. Yeah. But... Okay, I looked up, uh, Roger Ebert reviewed it and, like, was Hated like, it. this sucks. Was, ah! Like, this is a terrible movie. And I don't know. I'm like, it's light. Like, why do you take yeah. this serious? Who cares? I think the funny part about it is the, like, commitment to their personalities as these yes. aliens. And that's what makes this so funny. The plot is whatever. I mean, it's adorable that he, like, loves his daughter so much. And then, like, the whole immigration. 93, they, like, nailed the immigration, which is funny. So, you know how they kept calling themselves the INS? Yeah. So, that doesn't exist anymore. Because oh. in 2003 is basically when they started, like, ICE. And uh, there's, Ugh. like, oh, my God. There's, like, two more I can't even think of. But <sighs> it's funny that it was all about, like, you need to work. It's all about, like, showing your value with working. And now I feel like it's, like, you just can't be here. <laughs> like, yeah, now like, it's, like, get off my lawn. <laughs> and you're, like, what? You're, like, Wait, but I'm, like, doing the jobs that, like, kids are quitting Burger King at, like, like massive rates. Like, you know what? Michael McKean at the end, he literally was, like, Belder's, like, you're going to give me a green card or I'm going to kill you. And Michael McKean's retort is, well, are you going to be able to work a job better than a human? That's what Gab <laughs> said. And I was, like, your life's on the line, bro. Like, again, this is a real big passion of yours. I don't know why or what happened in your childhood that made you such a sad man to care so hard about this and Belder's like that'll be easy I was like he already had like eight jobs he's doing great at I don't think jobs is the issue here I just don't the one scene where we're introduced I think his name is Seedling Mr. Seedling that's like Michael McKean I think Agent Seedling I think I never got his name because I just called him Michael McKean in all my notes so but in the (laughs) when we first meet him you see this kind of miniature landscape (gasps) of the border And oh God. he is explaining how oh God. with illegal aliens, they called it in the whole he movie. Ca- he called them aliens, yeah. Um, they were go- we're going to give them like a dog invisible collar. And yeah. when they cross the border, we will electrocute them. And they symbolize it. And then the little miniatures person lights on fire. On fire. <laughs> yes! And David Spade is like, ooh, um, Okay, boss. Like, he's so, like, swarmy. He's like, this, that's a nice move. Yikes. <laughs> For that part, I wrote, I'm pretty sure this was an actual Trump immigration plan. Uh, Thank God it didn't pass. Because what the fuck are we talking oh about right now? I'm just like, Holy this is, moly. This hits different post yeah. 
Trump experience, but... Well, it's very interesting, because I do feel like, I think re-watching it, what I noticed that I liked about the movie is even though it's a comedy and it's like, whatever, it does a really good job of, like, portraying these people who obviously look different, they act different, but in reality, they don't really get treated that differently mm-hmm. by other people. Like, everyone's, like, super accepting of mm-hmm. them. Like, there's, like, one time some idiot guy, like, tries to make fun of Beldar's head. Phil and Hartman. Nobody else- Wait, the guy on the golf course? No, no, no. I thought no. Phil was, Hartman like, played another guy. It was Tom Arnold. You got it. Yeah. But, like, nobody else laughed at it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was kind of like, I, I like this take on it because yeah. I just, I feel like it could have gone in the other direction where, like, they tried to make a lot of jokes laughing at the main characters yeah. and people, like, being mean to them, but it wasn't like that. And so I think that made it better because then you would see the immigration guy, like, getting all, all like, crazy about, like, they're different people! Yeah. Yeah. You're like, dude, take a chill pill. Holy moly. Think about our most recent episode with Long Duck Dong from oh, 1984. So we're only talking nine years. Yeah. And everyone just made fun of that character. And these people had giant cone heads, like literal yes. 12 inch cones on their head. And people were like, no hair. he's my best worker and that was like that was the thing everyone that had him as employee was like he is the finest worker i have ever (laughs) known to man and you're just like yeah yeah it's a good call out or even with like connie where it's like there's never times where i don't know like she like tries to like wants to date someone and they're like ew gross no like she literally gets hooked up with someone right away oh yeah and i'm like connie's cool you better count your lucky stars you're going to subway with her because (laughs) she's pretty cool the only other woman i've seen eat that way is my mom (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's a little weird of a comment i was like ew Oh, Chris okay. Harley. Oh, God. Um, I kind of, I know it's fluffy light movie, but I wouldn't mind actually going through some some scenes. Okay. Scene yeah, and yeah. Talking about that. We can also hit on how many SNL characters are there. Maybe we could try to hit 16. them all. 16. Let's wow. try to hit them. So the start of it is basically our Air Force from New Jersey. You hit off the movie in Jersey. Yeah. And Woo. they basically have to flee. They get hit. Put on their invisible cloak. I mean, when did Men in Black come out? Uh, they needed to learn from all the other aliens yeah. in New York because they literally Definitely. landed in the Hudson River. And I was like, there's so many aliens here. You need to find other people to help you. And <laughs> I feel like the beginning of like them just beginning to like see this earth and what the hell to do with it. It wasn't actually over the top. Some of the like no. toilet paper eating when he's just like inhaling toilet paper and like... <laughs> You're just like, what? But it wasn't, I think that's funny. It wasn't like horrific. And I loved that they shuffled everywhere. Every time they shuffled, Amazing. I laughed so hard. Or when she's reading the Bible and laughing hysterically. <laughs> and I was like, yep. She it's goes true. From, she goes from reading the Bible to like buying every cosmopolitan magazine <laughs> ever. I know. She is, so she is so good. But basically, um, they get a hotel and they, they realize right away that they're like stuck on Earth yeah. because I couldn't understand. Okay. So Remulac is their planet yes. and their boss, the leader, whoever the hell that guy was. I couldn't understand like, why were they in trouble that they got like stuck on Earth? He was like, he is not going to be happy with you. So you're going to be there for 17 years. I was like, that's <laughs> dramatic. I mean, they just, it was I an know. accident. 
<laughs> I don't know if the 17 years delay was like part of the punishment or if they just were like, listen, we're just a little busy. Okay, we've got some long term plans and you're, you weren't part of it. So you got to kind of wait till we check <laughs> things off. Like, <laughs> I like I the theory know. that they all don't like him and they're just like trying to come up with excuses <laughs> yeah, to never like bring him back. <laughs> they're like, oh, it's him again. Oh, jeez. Tell him it'll take 17 years or something. Buy us some time. God. But this is like kind of an immigrant interesting story because they go like, we will be rescued. But until then, we must adapt. And then yeah. you like literally see them try to assimilate and they're just like what's a social security card why do i need that and you're like good question why do you like this is hysterical i wanted to know too why first of all his boss was sinbad oh my god sinbad oh sinbad and eddie griffin eddie griffin had like a two second cameo i think you mentioned his name last time and i was like what but like sinbad's boss and he pays him like under the table like he's paying him cash so in my head i was like why do you need social security isn't that the point of like paying someone under the table and then he's like i got workers comp i got all this and i was like sinbad i think you're confused about how you're doing the cash stuff i don't know one lane or another he also gives him advice look good be your own boss never get chained to a desk and cash only well, so bad. Take your own advice. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Also, I'm pretty sure Beldar followed all that advice because he literally does all those things. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I don't know about the look good. That's, that's subjective, but you know. Well, he gets his teeth done. That's true. And actually, you gotta do something about those teeth. I was like, oh bad. We're not gonna mention his cone head. We're gonna yeah. say, hey, you know what? The teeth are wrong. There were so many points in this movie where I was like, how the map do these people not? <laughs> No, he's an alien from outer space. <laughs> like, he's giving it away pretty easily. Um, also, so let's see. I'm assuming Sinbad was on SNL. Yes. Eddie Griffin? Was I he think on SNL? Uh, I feel like he was. I think so. Okay, Sinbad, Eddie Griffin. Phil Hartman plays, like, another conehead. That's the guy that he keeps, like, talking to from Remulac. That yeah. was Phil Hartman. Yeah. So that's three. And then the next one is Adam Sandler, yeah. mm-hmm. who is just a guy who gives out social security <laughs> cards to people? Donald R.D. Chico? R.D. Chico. Donald R.D. Chico. Yeah. Adam Sandler's got a good gig because it didn't that like flag the INS department where they're like, Donald R.D. Chico has been 10 other men and we've all <laughs> arrested them. But somehow Adam Sandler keeps getting this social security card to give away. He's like, sir, call. Well, he's the middleman, so it's never, uh, never going to come back to him, I guess. So, wow. I'm actually looking. So this was one of his first movies. Oh, wow. Billy Madison came out in 95, which is the best Adam Sandler movie. Don't come at me, people. Okay. And then David Spade, who we already kind of talked about. He's like, re- he's really wormy. He's so wormy. He always that. does that, though. Like, his entire personality was, I am going to stop other people from giving the boss anything. And say... <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll take that. He's having a bad day. Which I gotta tell you, I bet you a lot of people, like, that's like their personality. I was gonna say, like, do you work with anyone like that? I bet you I do, if I, like, paid attention. And then he pops in some, uh, condoms to chew as gum. (laughs) Which, like... (coughs) I kept thinking, who came up with that? Because that's kind of 
brilliant and disgusting. Yeah. As a kid, I obviously did not know those were condoms. Nope. Same. And I was like, everyone's laughing, and I don't know. Same. I had no idea. It does kind of look like gum. It's just a weird shape. I thought it was just a balloon. I was like, that's silly. Don't chew a balloon. (laughs) Well, I guess it kind of is. I mean, it kind of is. So, okay. Then Sinbad, like you said, is like, yo, 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 your teeth are horrible. Go change them. (laughs) And he does, because I think Beldar really respects Sinbad and all of his advice. He was at the birth of his child in the delivery room. (laughs) Like, that's how you know you have a close boss. I love that scene so much. So John Lovitz is the dentist, and he probably was also SNL. Yes. I love when he, um, he's like, okay, open, and he looks, and he sees there's like three rows of teeth, and he goes, and close, and then he's just like, (laughs) this this weird face, so funny. All I kept thinking about is like, he would be a great meditation, like, but like person, because he was so calm, and then even when he was like, open wider, and then literally Dan Aykroyd has, it looked like Beetlejuice, like his entire mouth was like by his stomach, and uh, he was like, great. I'm like, dude, there's a market, ASMR, or whatever the hell you call it, like... John Lovitz has a market. Yeah, that was a part where I was like, how do you idiots not realize he's an alien? (laughs) This is not normal. What's going on? Are you guys also high on the nitrous oxide? Because what's going on? Also, this is so sad that I thought about this, but because, you know, our family does not have awesome genes when it comes to our teeth, we brush them and they still get cavities. So I kept thinking, I'm like, Beldar Def does not have dental insurance. He's trying to get all (laughs) these teeth cap like this is gonna be minimum like ten thousand dollars like there's no way this is crazy unless in the 90s the prices were different but like whoa especially with his under the table job i mean they're living in a trailer there's no way this could happen i know i was like okay that's the least believable thing in this alien movie (laughs) let me tell you well his jaw unlocks it's definitely the (laughs) dental bill yeah. Oh my god. And then we quickly get introduced at the same time to Michael McKean and David Spade. Yes. But like that, that like, you kind of get it quickly and you're like, okay, okay, I get what's happening. The one thing you have to give them compared to some other cops or FBI and any other shows is like, they find them right away. Oh, right away. I kind of oh, was yeah. like, uh, they're pretty good at their job, but they can't like close at the end. So they no. get away right at like... <laughs> The nick of time by basically blasting out of the, uh, like, uh, whatever it's called. The, like the trailer. Or yeah. Whatever. It's funny too because it's like, as we mentioned, they shuffle everywhere. So, like, they're moving <laughs> too fast. And I feel like they probably could have caught up to them, but they didn't. They gave up when they were on the other side of a wall. Oh, so, my God. You know, it's fine. And then that's what leads them to now Beldar is working as a cab driver in New York. <laughs> and he's living like in the basement of a house that of the guy he works for. I didn't get that guy's name either. I don't know. I was missing names left and right. I didn't get his name either. But that was the guy who was like, he's the finest man who's ever worked for me. <laughs> so then you also, the simultaneously you're seeing as they assimilate to Earth, like move up like the ladder, like the middle class ladder because we mm-hmm. start with a trailer. Then they basically get like, you know, a normal apartment size. And do you remember that Beldar goes on, like, a capitalist rant about, like, you know... (laughs) 
this is not acceptable. We have a, um, our impending cone is on the way and this will not do. We must go bigger. And she's like, I've been saving Meldar. I was like, damn. Oh my God. Uh, He was like, what with better schools and a better tax (laughs) I was like, okay. Oh my God. Yeah, it was, it was middle class esque for the 90s, I guess. It was so funny. And between that and then like her water breaks right away. And that's like the giant. Giant tidal wave, ah, which, good lord, scary. Um, that delivery scene though was so funny. She looked like she was on a roller coaster ride at Six Flags. <laughs> yes, and I laughed the entire time because every time I see the scene, I just I cannot stop laughing because it's it's just such chaos. They give Beldar oxygen because he's just like hyperventilating. And Sinbad, the taxi driver, <laughs> trying to take pictures, and it's just, oh my I god. I hate you, Beldar! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god, god, I love it. And then when the baby's born to Sinbad and the taxi driver start crying. <laughs> <laughs> and how about when he cuts the umbilical cord with his teeth? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I'm glad they didn't like show that and it was just kind of like a, you Hint. know, you know it's happening, but you're not looking at a thing because I was like, if, oh god, if you showed that, no. No, yeah. no, no, no. But basically right away after they uh, deliver the kid, they immediately moved to that new house and yeah. they, again, Michael McKean, who's kind of on it, it finds Oof. the new place and is just about to arrest him and he misses him by a week. Yeah, and that's where the guy's like, the finest worker I've ever met. <laughs> he smelled great. He was always on time. I was like, these are weird. Smelling great is nice, but is that necessary? I don't know. I don't know. I also was like, why is he wearing a turban? Why? Why do we, why do we have him wearing a turban? Oh, you mean Beldar? Yeah, like, yeah. isn't that kind of like a religious thing? Or maybe I'm not educated with I that, but... I think it is, and I don't know. There were definitely a lot of times I felt like they were trying to, like... It, it might have honestly been, like, a costume choice to be like, hey, we don't want to put this whole like, cone on your head today, so we're just <laughs> going to put a turban on it and, like, pretend your cone is under Because I actually felt that way with, like, when he was wearing the Abe Lincoln costume and oh when God. Connie was wearing the princess costume. I was like, y'all definitely are not wearing your fake cones on there. Oh, because, no. like... Uh uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah, like what? So I don't know. But this is simultaneously when Michael McKean is like, I got the call. I'm getting the promotion. So even though I'm so close to catching this guy, oh my god, I'm going to give up for the next like ten years or 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 it's long. It's like seventeen. It's like oh okay, it's like seventeen because the baby was born and she literally then is like a senior in high school when we were like done oh with the montage. My God, which by the way. That was a great montage. I love the montage. It felt like so you grew up in the 90s and your parents did home videos. Like, that's exactly what it felt like. I was like, are these my home videos? Because, (laughs) wow. You are a home video queen. I love the home videos. People, Katie would re-watch and (laughs) re-watch and re-watch. It has... Everything memorized. <laughs> I do. I haven't done that in a long time, though, because I don't think we've owned a VCR player for the last, like, 10 years. But, you know. Yes. In the, if we did, I would watch them. In the scene when they're on the beach, and then the, oh. the she jumps on the sandcastle and he gets all <laughs> mad. So that is Dan Aykroyd's actual daughter. Oh. How so cute. cute. Oh, I love that. 
thought that was so stinking cute. Oh, I love that. And you know, the thing, we're not going to do it justice because this would just be like 15 hours long, but they make so many like small comments that are hysterical. Yes. One of them, they're talking about people talking about astronauts to the moon and then they oh. start like <laughs> laughing hysterically and I'm like, oh my God, like they're just so subtle with everything. Their terms for certain things, like their cursing is nips. Nibs! Nibs! <laughs> At first I thought that was the wife's name. I was like, is her name Nibs? And then I'm like, no, he seems to like say that a lot. It's like a curse word. Yeah. Oh, oh, my, my and then God. I thought it meant like cops, but then I was like, no, that's not. No, they're saying it like all the time. It's not just <laughs> yeah. like when the cops are there. <laughs> I can't even pretend to speak in their language because they are essentially, if you took a software engineer and like uh, somebody that is so stinking smart and and, like, the only way they could describe things is in the longest way possible. That's how they speak. Yep. I, I, like, could barely follow. Like, instead of saying the word pig, they would go on, like, a 15-word description. <laughs> and I kept thinking, damn, they put in a lot of work with this dialogue because they say it really fast, really long, and I kind of got every fourth word. Like, I couldn't even keep up. That's, like, the scene where they go to talk to the neighbors, and she's like, oh, you should come over this weekend because we're going to be searing men flesh on the <laughs> and she like talks for a long time and the lady goes that sounds nice I'll make some coleslaw <laughs> I mean she so was good. married to Jason Alexander so she oh was kind of like I'm over it and how much of a baby did he look like baby. I was like oh, you look so different because what was, was he he was on Seinfeld right yes god I just like it was weird to see him in that I bet this was one of his early movies oh Oh, yeah. But, you know, obviously, so the montage ends, and now Connie is, I kind of took it as she's, like, a senior. Yeah, yeah. In high school. Yeah. Um, and she's cool and hip, and it was interesting, too, because they, again, like, almost like how it would go for any other immigration story of parents or immigrants, but they have a son or daughter that grow up in America, and then, obviously, like, that kid talks differently and has different mannerisms and different interests, and I like that. Oh. You know, she still had alien quirks, uh, which, again, and nobody noticed, but that's fine. But she was like, I'm also a teenage girl and I'm going to loudly sing with my friends in the car <gasps> as we talk like crazy people. And I was like, this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we get introduced to her, he goes, oh, what have you done to your cone? And she's like, dad, it's not a real tattoo. It's a fake one. And he's like, if everybody jumped off the molecular <laughs> <laughs> starburst, would you too? And she's like, Dad, I'll go and get it rid of that. Oh my god. And I loved because he repeated it a lot. Maintain low tones with me. Maintain low tones. I feel like screaming that at random people. Maintain low tones with me. Oh my god. I know there are definitely some lines where I'm like, could I say this in real life and not people look at me weird? But I don't know. In in my kind of like fun facts hunting, a lot of people in like comments of websites say, I call my parents parental units because of this movie. Your parental That's units. So funny. I was like, oh my God. But I we love it. quickly get introduced after I think you called it out is when they're in the car singing. So amazing. It is so funny. And actually that makes me think of mom because I feel like she would laugh hysterically because she's like, <laughs> all I did was drive you apple kids around and all you did was scream, sing, and I want to kill all of you. And he looks so angry driving. He's like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. Sometimes I feel like I got to run away. Also, the two friends of hers were so one was Parker Posey, who <laughs> she's been in a lot of stuff. I love her and Josie and the Pussycats. I don't know if you've ever seen oh, that. Oh man. Like, that's a great movie. We should do that movie. Okay. It's so, so funny. But she was in Days and Confused, and so was yes. the actress who played Connie. Yes. And I'm pretty sure the third friend, who you didn't see a lot, but I like I tried to look closely, I'm pretty sure she's in Days and Confused too. Oh. And I was like, this is a little reunion. And well, I think Days wow. and Confused also came out in 93. I'm pretty sure. Well, good catch there, Kate. I did not see that. It came out in 1993. Yeah, best year for movies. Wow. See that? I know. Too funny. But we get introduced to Chris Farley. And <laughs> so good. He's he, so good. He is the chunk from Goonies. He is, um, <laughs> oh my god, who was our latest one that we loved? Tom Tom. He is the Tom Tom of Three Ninjas. Like, he is... Yes. So funny in this movie. He just nails it. Ugh, Ronnie. And I love how Connie, like, he's like, Sorry, Mr. Conehead, car's not ready. Bleh. And then he's like, Call you, car's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and so Beltar goes away. And Connie just, like, walks up. And she's like, Ronnie, I just don't understand why. And then she, like, like you said, spills out 5,000 words about basically just saying, like, why can't you fix a car in, like, a normal amount of time? And he's like, maybe I was just like, finishing a beer and she's like Haha, okay and then she leaves and I was like yeah Connie you go <laughs> so I'll tell funny. you this in Planet Remulac there was some great self confidence in that yes, household because definitely looking the way they looked they were feeling good and then I think they like quickly go on a date so they kind of skip the yes. whole asking out and that's when oh, yeah. she inhales the Subway sandwich the faster that anyone has known to man which rewatching it now on like a better TV that CGI ugh, not great no. not, not great I didn't even know what sandwich it was I was like what is this even I don't know because she like a bread second so you're like what and then she goes you gonna eat that <laughs> he hasn't even touched yet amazing <laughs> amazing oh my god we have a quick appearance from another SNL cast member Kevin Nealon who is schooling Michael McKean on oh. hey you screwed up the Donald R.D. Chico case I don't care about your fancy promotion for 17 years i want you to go back to this other case and i need you to get them and he's like oh yeah. kevin Nealon. and like i didn't get any of it no i didn't I understand like, it at didn't all care. i was like whatever let's get him back in here they it's just fine. had to get connie to grow up yeah yeah <laughs> i like how they did that though because honestly like the movie's the perfect length of time if it went yes. on longer yes i don't think i would have been into it but they skipped all that stuff and they're like we're just gonna have her when she's older and a little more wise and that's gonna be fun and it was fun oh she was so good and kate we had a little 16 candle scandal in the car where chris farley got a little handsy <sighs> no and she didn't like it she just told him i'm just learning how to kiss and he just he took it too far he took it too far he sexually harassed and he doesn't even like try to sexually harass her like face or like body he goes for her cone. Ugh. Like, that's too much. 
that I don't have a cone on my head, but if I did, if you did, it'd be safe. Get away. Mm-hmm. Inappropriate. And then, oh, and somewhere in there, Beldar is also getting sexually <laughs> harassed by a human because something, something's happening here. Well, in um, pure <laughs> 90s middle class fashion. So they, yeah. have, they have worked their way up the lower to middle class. They have this beautiful daughter, this wonderful house, and the neighbor's assumption is, well, Beldar is a catch and some women, you know, are just trying to always steal your husband. And since all the wife does is read Good Housekeeping and Cosmopolitan, (laughs) she's like, oh no. Except they were kind of spot on because this lady essentially like smooched Beldar and he was not having it. He was not, not having it. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I am your teacher. You are my student. <laughs> but then he's like, when my race takes over your planet, you will come to no harm. And I was like, I mean, I guess. But like, mm, she's get not that important. Get rid she? of her too. Get rid of her yeah. too. What's happening? Oh my God. But it, it, it's very quick, except Beldar definitely almost kills Chris Farley when he finds out that, uh, he was being a flandip. Flandip! Oh my god, I wrote that. See, that was one where I was like, could I say this in real life and not get weird looks? I don't know if I could get away with that, but flandip! I think you would get weird looks, but I would laugh. Yeah. So... Okay, well, maybe I'll say it around you and see if Thank you remember. You. Thank <laughs> you. Oh my god. Yeah, that was funny. I love how he rips open the top of the car and then he just puts it back. Oh my god. When he's done talking to him. And Chris Farley goes, Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And then he pretty much just keeps like following him around town. Hey, Mr. Oh Conehead, how's it going? He's like, I'm really sad. I miss Connie. And the builder's like snickering as he's saying that to him. <laughs> so, good. Oh, so good. This is the, you quoted this line, I think, last time. Yeah. Uh, Connie is crying her green tears because that's what aliens do. Which I don't think I've ever noticed any other time in my life. I was like, oh, okay, that was a green. So random. Oh, my. That's when she says, I read in a magazine you could talk to me about anything. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, boy. Because honestly, I feel like uh, there's more people who admittedly could say that. You know, the magazine told me to do it. So uh, here yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here I am trying to be a mom. Oh my God. Her talk was nice, though. She yeah. was just basically like, yo, you're like young and boys are dumb. And like, maybe you like one, but then they move away and then you like another and life goes on. And you're like, yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> and we, we start to see Beldar's again. This is also a middle class dream in the 90s becoming a golf star. Oh my god, the Mabs golfing. Oh, I was like, my oh my god. And white people golfing. And, and simultaneously, this is how he gets roped into her sports because she's she literally is like an Olympic diver. I know, with I that, that. cone shaped head. I see her in Japan. <laughs> What's happening? She should be in Tokyo right now. Yes. And then he also gets roped into doing the Gandalf style fireworks oh! at homecoming. I love Boom. It. Oh, it was amazing. 
amazing. Oh, amazing. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it's like, there's just a lot of like little scenes where you're like, this really isn't necessary for the plot, but like, you're just here to make us giggle, and that's fun. The only like relevant thing that came from that is then Connie and Ronnie, Ronnie Connie, get back together. <laughs> yes. So that's cool, I guess. I have a question to add to your trivia game that you've been building. This is okay. like a super bonus final round question. Who was the diving coach oh, I for know. Dan Aykroyd's daughter Connie in the 1993 movie Coneheads? Ellen DeGeneres. What? When is ever gonna guess that? No one is and like, ever honestly, gonna guess that. I always remembered the coach was like, okay, a, bl- a lady with short blonde hair, but like, I never, ever in my life made the connection like, oh yeah, that's Ellen DeGeneres. Because she's so, like, you don't even see her full on. I don't oh, think yeah. you just kind of hear her talking normally. She's not making any jokes. Nope. So you're like, is, is this Ellen? What's happening? I, that might have been her first movie role too. I feel like I actually read that some. Yep, film debut of Ellen DeGeneres. Wow. But boom. Yeah, there's just so many random people. Oh, that could be a better question. Like, whose first film debut? And you could have had multiple people for this show. Because this this movie actually like gave, like, you said Adam Sandler, Ellen yes. DeGeneres. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot. And actually, it said Drew Carey. This was his first movie. Oh, too. my God, Drew Carey. I know. It's so oh. funny. And then in the midst of all this 90s middle class chaos, we have the wife try to seduce Beldar with her candles and Whoa! It's a fire hazard. And tell you her that. sexy cone wig. Mm, it was like a French, like, <laughs> like, 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 what, you know what I'm talking about? Like a Marie Antoinette wig, where it's like powdery and you're like, no. <laughs> but what was funny is this is when the agents were on their tail and they were listening oh to the house and they're like, sounds like a cat's dying in there. <laughs> It's like, oh my god. Yeah, candles like that? Mm -mm, Gonna cause a fire. I like it. And I thought about it. This movie could have technically ended with them going back to their planet. Like, that could have been the end. And they just took it a little step further. And I was happy they did. Because then you saw them adapt with what they learned on Earth in their own planet. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't too long. But I loved... like I was like, oh, does this movie end? And I was like, no, 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 They have to fight the Garthog. No. no. Also, I love how the two immigrant guys get, like, taken. Or they, <sighs> oh, they, they really don't get taken. They kind of, like, They jumped early. on. Yeah, that was stupid. Um, I would not do that. Wait, I have a question. So, before the spaceship comes, yes. and this is all within the same night, is they have some type of like costume party yes. with adults and children and oh is it at a country club yes okay because that makes sense because then that's where he gets the trophy okay what was primax costume i thought it was a lipstick <gasps> oh my god wait that's was amazing. it i don't oh my god, know i hope so oh my god i'm I googling so. it now i, it googled I it now. had no idea what it was i had absolutely no idea wow i bet she is a lipstick that makes total sense because her her cone was all red oh yeah lipstick lipstick there's a lipstick oh uh-huh. that's awesome oh my god i love that i also didn't know what ronnie was supposed to be i was like you could either be meatloaf which probs not or elvis or the uh, like Danny Zuko. 
or who knows. He was just living his best life. They stayed at that party for like two minutes. Two and seconds. And Connie's like, we better get out of here and go have sexy ring time because Ooh. I gotta go. And woo. Well, but <laughs> Beltar winning golfer of the year. Oh my God. And <laughs> his, his face. Katie, I hope we get a moment in life where we get to like <laughs> pretend that we're surprised but not surprised at like the gift or award we get because I don't think anything was better than that reaction. I was laughing so hard. I know. I definitely have to find like a screen capture of that moment because it's so funny. That would be a good meme. It's like, it's yes. like you know, when you didn't realize that you won. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. So good. All right. So, yeah. So, they get taken back to their planet. And the two, uh, Michael McKee and David Spade, are like, we're here, too. And you're like, wow. And then, like, right away, it's like, okay, now you're going to talk to the the head person, the guy, I don't know, the, wrote, the leader wrote, or whatever. I wrote the king of Remulac. That's king not right. Of Remulac. <laughs> he was something. Yeah. What? He's expecting Beldar, who they abandoned on this planet for 17 years. He's like, what'd you bring me? I was like, what are you five-year-old like what is this my god it's funny because i thought oh he doesn't like what he brought him but he technically did he was thrilled with what he brought him except for kate his teeth so this is like i'm gonna take this to weird place but it's like a plastic surgery moment. It's like, I don't care that you were in Earth and you did all this stuff, but you changed who you were. And that yeah. is against our Remulac <laughs> moral. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Your teeth? Your teeth? Well, it was like a, it was like a <laughs> cultural thing too, where I can't even, I can't think of like something that could be equivalent, but. Yeah. Did you notice though what all the gifts were that Beldar was giving him? <laughs> From the car? They were all the cars. <laughs> I was like, y'all didn't even plan. This is amazing. This yeah. is super great. He got super lucky. He was like, oh, we have two humans. Humans. A manual to afford to focus or whatever. Pack of gum, but it's not gum. Uh, yep, and then we get to Narvel the Garlic. <laughs> and that's a fun time. That was definitely like a stop motion-y type thing. Oh, yeah. Which, thank God that wasn't CGI, because I think that would have looked like Mab. I kind of was like, okay, this doesn't look great, but I don't expect it to. Like, again, I took yeah. the movie lighter, and um, we see Tim Meadows right away get just... My God! Fastest performance ever. Oh, my God. I was like, whoa, you have, like, the quickest cameo I've ever seen. Like, he literally gets his arm ripped off in, like, one second <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, Tim Meadows! Uh, Oh my god, so funny. Yeah, and then, you know, Beldar's the last one, and what saves us? The power of God! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and he sings the song, too, but I don't think that... I don't know why he starts singing that, because to me, I'm like, yo, that thing's gonna know where you are, bro! Like, keep quiet! (laughs) What are you doing? It was so funny. I mean, it's cute because he pretended that he was, like, upset, but he loved being with his daughter and her friends singing the car song you know it's like yeah, right? oh it's adorable he learned the words that's true that's true but this is where i think the movie should get more credit is because like hitting the golf ball 
in the throat is like, I mean, it was so perfect. Like it works so well with the story. It wasn't so random that he picked up golf, you right. know, and he wanted to be the best golfer. Like it yeah. just fits so much with the suburban times. Well, and it was also like from what he learned on earth is what ended up saving him. Whereas everyone else yes. who didn't have those experiences got their arms ripped off. Hashtag Tim Meadows. Okay. Ouch. Yes. So then the emperor king guy is like, all right, what do you want now? And then he says, I want to go back to earth and take over. And he's like, and I want to bring one of those humans with me. And then he goes, I want the one who has more like power or like like a higher standing or something. I want seedling. He has a higher office. Yes, higher office. That was it. So he's like, Michael McKean, that's you. And then that's where they go and they're making it look like they're going to blow up the planet. But then Beldar's like, oh no, Connie's so sad. And then he does the whole swindle. Oops, we're getting attacked. We're not attacked. We're blown up. Everybody leave us alone. And then everyone was like, thank God we don't have to deal with Beldar anymore. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, he dead. killed our Garthok. Wasted our time. <laughs> and now we have this swarmy human here. I mean, got to David Spade. What are we doing? By the way, any person to get stolen by aliens is David Spade. Definitely. Like, if I just laid out all SNL cast members, I'm like, uh, David Spade. 100%. David Spade. And he would survive. Like, he would thrive. Yeah, he wouldn't get murdered. I think he would, like, do pretty well, so. Which is probably how this David Spade did, um, after the events of this movie, so. Oh my god. And then it ends with Connie, Ronnie, going to the prom, and Beldar goes, he goes to Ronnie, he goes, or, uh, I don't know if it was him or if it was Primat, but one of them goes, Ronnie, you look handsome yet uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he's like thanks man he's like oh my tux thanks i was like oh my god so great it's cute ending it was cute it was just Take like prom you know family matters and i'll do whatever for my daughter and kind of this planet wasn't really nice to me anyway so screw them they put me in yeah, front man. of like a beast to kill me and i Got out with the nick of time. I'm out of here. Literally, people on Earth are way nicer to him than people in Remulac. So oh, I think I it was agree. a good choice. I good agree. choice on his part. Except if they try to, like, come and conquer the planet. Like, that could get bad, you know? Yeah. Because he's going to die and not get a heads up. Yes. Nobody thought of that. Okay. Well, anyway, something okay. to think about. Well, I like this movie. And yes. as we've been talking about the past couple weeks, if is it a uh, watch or don't watch? Watch. Watch. I would watch this. Definitely I would watch, watch it. And if you've never seen it, just remember it is a comma day. Uh-huh. You're not here for Oscar screenwriting. Don't You're take here it for, serious. Here for some giggles. Giggles and laughs. Yes. Appreciate all the SNL old characters. Yes. Because, like, it's just like a time warp. It's like, you know what it is? It's like a little SNL reunion. That's what it is watching this. It really is. Absolutely. Well, Bridge, it is now my turn to pick our next movie and i know that i'm always the one who's like oh my god we've been living in the 90s it's a great place to live but we've lived there a long time well we're staying in the 90s okay sorry about it but this is actually a very different genre i don't know if we've ever done a movie (gasps) that fits in this genre to be honest yeah we've done a lot of movies (laughs) i know 
but wow. Let me hold on, let me check see what this is classified as. Oh my god, I'm intrigued. Because it's kind of like a combo of a couple things. So we last week talked a lot about our love of The Sopranos. Oh. And we talked about that a long time. And what do you know, we actually got a fan pick that is relevant to that. So this is from oh. one of my best friends, Miss Christine. Oh, love you, Christine. She had recommended Grease. Um, oh so that God. episode, go and listen to that episode in the movie Grease. But she didn't really give much of a build up for this recommendation, so I'm going to build it up a little bit. So this is a, wow, this is a long movie, but this is a really good movie. I'll just tell you what the rating is, get you hyped up. It's an 8.7 out of 10 on Ooh, IMDb. That's just high. Soup's high. This movie came out in 1990. Ooh. It is rated R. Ooh. It features some actors that we have talked about recently. Not in movies we've done, but just in conversation. Oh. This is a biography crime drama. Hey, okay. Christine is recommending that we watch Goodfellas. Hey, Karen. We're going to watch Karen. Why I order. Why I order. We're going to watch Karen. Oh, my God. We're going to watch uh, Ray Liotta. Am I funny to you? Am I a clown? Is this our first Joe Pesci movie? Oh, my God. This is classic. So I'll be honest. I have not seen this in a long (gasps) time. Okay. But you've seen it. I've seen it, but it's been a very, very long time. And it's probably because it's two and a half hours long. Oh, my God. Ooh. That is a long time. That'll be a sit down. Okay. I'll tell you that. Well, we'll have to not go like literal scene by scene because it'll be like a, it'll be like Lord <laughs> of the Rings. It'll be like five yeah. hours later. They finish part we'll one. See. And dad will one thousand percent have a quote for this because he yeah he better he got me into all these like godfather and all those uh movies because as we know despite our father being the most irish man ever he actually thinks he's italian that's true and so does our brother but you know he won't admit to that no he won't um so i'm excited because obviously there are a lot of sopranos actors in this we all know karen karen's in this uh paulie walnuts is in this thank god christopher is it these are all sopranos characters by the way listeners if you're confused yeah lots of people in here so but i'm excited i love Love, love Joe Pesci. He is a New Jersey native, oh. so we love that. Is Ray Liotta from New Jersey? I think so. I want to say he yes. He is. And then Robert De Niro. I don't know where he's from, but New York. I think he's no. a New Yorker. Wow. Good pick. Woo! I think this will draw the fans because this may not age as well like watching it later because even the Sopranos I'm sure you've been seeing like sometimes it's uncomfortable hearing some of the things they say there's a lot of parts that are hard to watch so I'm intrigued to see if it's as bad as I'm thinking or maybe it's not but I'm gonna tell you this Kate if you were at Subway with me and (laughs) you inhaled your six foot Subway sandwich in three seconds like Connie and asked me if I was gonna eat mine I'd say no you can have it because I love you. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Bridge. You're welcome. You're welcome. And Bridge, if you were um, getting hunted down by Michael McKean <laughs> okay. from immigration, oh, yeah. I would go find Adam Sandler and be like, what the heck? I thought you gave us a good social security name. 
ruined everything. And maybe we'd get a new one. And it'd be okay. <laughs> okay, thanks. True love. You're welcome. And listeners, if you also love Coneheads and Subway and don't <laughs> appreciate how immigration is handled in our country, you should write us a review. <laughs> da, we da, love da. reviews. We love written reviews. You can review us on Apple Podcasts. There's some other listening podcast apps you can leave us a review on. We love that. Love it. We also have a website, sisterswhoseenit.com. So if you scroll down on our main page, there is a form you can fill out to request a movie. So our next movie that we will be doing for Goodfellas is a fan pick. And that was done through our website. That could be you listeners. If you have a burning passion for one of these SNL actors, and you're like, yo, 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 you got to watch this movie that so-and-so was in let's do it and specifically if you request billy madison i will add it to the top of the list because i am hecka biased so hella hella biased so there is no priority order there is only katie's order i rule everything like the ruler on remy (laughs) you will give me your tire irons and you'll keep the gum (laughs) yeah i don't want that <laughs> um, and Bridge, what else can they do on our website? They can buy us coffee. We yes! have a Ko-Fi site. Buy us coffee. I think we just got some coffee, and uh, it's amazing. And Woo! when our mother came to visit, I had no idea how much coffee she drinks, and I thought oh, to myself, yeah. if we have those jeans, we need to save up money for more coffee. Yeah, she has an addiction. So, um, yeah, that is your way for saying thank you for doing this each week, and mainly thank you, Katie, for doing doing all the editing and we appreciate whatever you can give so thank you for that yes so go do that check all that out and yeah we will see you next week hey listeners. good fellas let's go hey. bada bing bada bing it's gonna be a lot of bada bing bada boom oh my lord all right love you bye-bye love you bye-bye bye-bye and david spade fashion bye-bye bye-bye now bye-bye Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Sisters Who Seen It. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website at sisterswhoseenit.com, where you can email us, request movies to be reviewed, and keep up to date with all things sisters. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week. <laughs>